Well, back we go for another visit to the home of our friends, Mr. and Mrs. Ace. The scene is the living room after dinner, and we find Mr. Ace with his evening paper. Jane's friend, Marge, who lives with the Aces, reading a book. And here comes Jane from the kitchen. Listen. Oh, that Laura. Laura, what'd you do now? Oh, nothing. She's... Well, I hate to say this about anybody, but honestly, she's dumb. Dumb? Yes, just plain D-U-M. D-U-M. You sure have your problems, haven't you, Jane? Oh, I sure do. You can talk to her till you're black and blue in the face, but I just can't get her through that thick skin of hers. <laughs> what through that thick skin of hers? Oh, something I was trying to teach her, but she just stands there like a bum on a log. Well, what now, Jane? What did she do? Oh, she didn't do anything. Well, oh, she's all right, then. I think she's caught on pretty well as to what her duties are here. Yes, and she's quiet and keeps out of people's ways and gets everything done. Oh, I yes, I know. But the minute I want to show her something new, she gets nervous or something, and she just can't understand what I'm trying to tell her. Well, I don't think you can blame all that on Laura. After all, you do have a, well, unique way of telling things. What does that mean? Oh, oh now, he doesn't mean anything, then. Tell us about Laura. Maybe we can help you out. No, there's nothing you can do now. I told her, and she's got to do the best she can. But what is it that... Uh, Dear. What? Do you know Mr. Marsh that lives around here? Marsh? Yes, they live around the corner, over on the boulevard, 420 Boulevard. No, I don't know. Well, what about him, Jane? Well, it's not about him. It's about her, Mrs. Marsh. Well, what about her? Well, this morning about 11 o'clock, the phone rang, and I... No, it must have been earlier than that. I was wondering what I was going to do all day when the phone rang, and I... Uh, Jane, I, I wonder if you'd do me a favor... Now, dear, I'm telling a story. Well, that's the favor I'm going to ask. W- would you mind omitting the details and just telling us what happened? What... Will you please let me tell this my own way? Yes, I... let her tell it. Oh, all right, if I'm outvoted. Well, the phone rang, and I answered it. I said, hello? You did not. What? You said hello? Yes. Now, what's the matter with that? I suppose you're going to tell me how to answer a phone now. <laughs> Don't pay any attention to him, Jane. You go right ahead. The phone rang and you said hello. Now, go on. Well, if some people would stop butting in all the time. Oh, go ahead, Jane. Well, now, where was I? Oh, yes, I said hello, and some woman said, Is this Mrs. A? Yes, I replied. Hold the phone a minute, she exclaimed. Who is this, I questioned, but she was gone. <laughs> so I thought, that's funny. I wonder who this can be. And pretty soon some other woman came to the phone and she said... Hello, Mrs. Ace. This is Mrs. Marsh. We're sort of neighbors, she said, but I don't believe I've had the pleasure of meeting you. And I said, well, I don't think I have either. And she said, well, we have some friends that are common. And I said, who? (laughs) You said you had some friends in common, is that it? Yeah, that's what I said. So I said, who? And she said, well, you know Gertrude Benton. And I said, oh, sure. And she said, well, Gertrude suggested that I call you up for a fourth at bridge this afternoon. Now we're coming to it. She wanted you for a fourth at bridge. Yes. Well, I told her I didn't play that high. So she How said, high? She didn't say what, the, what they played for, did she? Aren't you paying any attention? Didn't I just say she said for a fourth at bridge? Oh, for a fourth. <laughs> I didn't understand. I see what you mean. Yes. So you said you didn't play that high. All right, go on. So I said, how about a tenth of bridge? And she says, what? And I said, I'll play for a tenth. And she says, well, we always play for a twentieth. And I said, oh, no, I couldn't play that high. You said you couldn't play that high. <laughs> Let her alone. Well, go ahead, Jay. Well, she said, well, 
You come on over and we'll decide after you get here. Well, she sounded so friendly and everything, and I said, well, all right, what time? And she said, well, get here for lunch, my dear, half past twelve, because I want to have a little time to get acquainted with you before the others come. And so I went there for lunch. Well, you never saw anything like it. Like the lunch? Yeah. No, like their home. Oh, oh, like their home. Honestly, it's the last world. I don't know how to describe it. Well, that's a break. <laughs> what? Uh, <say laughs> so it's a sumptuous place, was it, Jane? Oh, no, it's gorgeous. From the outside, you wouldn't dream it was anything inside like that. Goodness, I passed there a hundred times, and it just looked like any other house. But when you get in, well, the first thing, a maid came to the door. He was French. And the prettiest maid I think I ever saw. Hmm, that sounds pretty ritzy. Well, I could hardly understand her. She was so French. But she finally understood me, and she told me to go into the drawing room and wait. Well, I never saw anything like it. A rug this thick if it was a day. And furniture, well, I was stunned. And across the room going out into a garden were these beautiful French windows. Uh, to match the maid. Yeah. What? <laughs> what was about Mrs. Marsh? What's she like? Well... I was a little disappointed in her look. She's kind of fat. Uh, to match the rug. Now, dear, if you're going to start on him, Dan. Tell us more about Mrs. Marsh. I'm coming to her. First, Nanette came back to where I uh, was. Wait a minute, Nanette. A new character seems to have entered the story. Maybe I missed something. Now, that must be the French maid. Yes. Oh, the French maid. I didn't know her name was Nanette then, but later on, Mrs. Marsh called her to take away the luncheon thing. Well, that lunch passed quickly. Well, the lunch... I never saw anything like it. Well, they must do everything in style. Mm, they certainly put on the dog. What was the luncheon like, Jane? Well, she didn't have too much, but what there was, I never saw anything like it. Well, we had those little tiny frankfurters, you know, the little tiny ones. Now, I told you putting on the dog. Oh. <laughs> what else, Jane? Well, a salad and coffee and some hot rolls, but I didn't pay too much attention to all that because I was so busy getting acquainted with Mrs. Marsh. She was telling me how sorry she was we hadn't in been introduced before and that we ought to be friends and that she just loves bridge games. And I told her I hadn't played in so long I was afraid I'd almost forgotten how. Mm-hmm. What do you mean by that? Oh, I didn't say anything, Jane. Didn't... Oh, no? Well, let me tell you that everybody there was surprised at how I played. Oh, I don't doubt it. <laughs> Who was there besides you and Mrs. Benton? Who was the fourth? I was the fourth. The third was uh, some lady I didn't know. Mrs. Malley, I think she said. Was it Malley or Gibson? Malley or Gibson. That's quite a choice you've got there. Well, it was something like one of those. Oh, it doesn't yeah. matter. Mm. She was all right. They were all very nice to me. And laugh? Well, I never heard three people laugh so much in my life. Uh, uh, which three? Those three. Oh. I never dreamed that I could be the life of the party like I was this afternoon. We had more fun. And Mrs. Morris kept saying to me, My dear, you're priceless, she kept saying. I wasn't trying to be funny or say anything special, you know. Like I, I always said. <laughs> now, how'd the bridge game go? Well, that's what I'm telling you. How much fun we had. Yes, but uh, how did you do in bridge? I mean, besides being the life of the party. Oh, know. well, I didn't hold any good cards or anything. After all, you can't win if you don't have any yes, good cards. Yes, I know. Uh, how did you come out? Come out? Yes. Did you lose much? Oh, no. $2.20. Oh, $2.20. But I'm telling you that... Well, we had. I was worth the price of admission. You were worth the price of admission, and you paid it, huh? Well, it was better than a show. Well, they just can't wait till we play again. Really? Yes. And Mrs. Marsh wants you to meet Mr. Marsh, dear. Yeah, I'd like to meet Mrs. Marsh playing bridge. Well, sure, with you. you'll meet her too tomorrow night. The idea of you playing bridge with a with 
Tomorrow. Did you say something about tomorrow night? Yes, they want to meet us and be with us. So I have to call her tomorrow morning and tell her if we've got a date. I knew we didn't have one, but I told her I'd have to look it up in my book at home. She has a date book that she writes down appointments and things. Nan had brought it in while we were playing. Oh, and Mr. Marsh came home just as we were leaving. He's the nicest man. You should have seen the fuss he made over us. Not like you. Uh, don't drag me into this, Jane. What's well, he's not like you. Well, uh... He's so friendly, mm-hmm. and he shook hands with all of us and bowed and said some awfully cute things. And Mrs. Marsh just laughed and said, don't pay any attention to him, because whenever he sees a pretty woman, he's just so girlable, she said. <laughs> oh, girlable. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what she said. But anyhow, we're going to be friends with him. They don't have, well, we don't have a lot of friends like they have. We ought to meet more people, especially Mr. and Mrs. Marsh. I had to ask him to come over and visit us after she had me over there. You didn't ask him over here for tomorrow night. No, we're going over there tomorrow. I oh. told her you'd love to see their home. Mm-hmm. Then we're going to have to recuperate and have them over here. You know, I almost hate to ask them over here after the way their home looks. And look at ours. Oh, now, Jane. Now, wait a minute. What's the matter with this place? Well, nothing. But after you see their home... And upstairs with all those beautiful rooms and the staircase with the barrister curving around. Why, we even haven't got an upstairs, much less a staircase. But now, Jane, there isn't a more homey place in this town than this place right here, and you know it. Oh, I'm not saying anything against our home. I know it's so comfortable and everything. But I mean, after you see their home, well, I hardly feel like inviting them over here. Well, that suits me. Well, I don't see why, and I don't care what their gorgeous place looks like. You can have anybody over here. Oh, I'm going to have them. I already told her. But I told her we didn't have any home right there. I said it was just a little place. I made it sound terrible so that when they do get here, they won't be so surprised. And I think if we fix it up a little bit here and then, we can make it pretty good. Fix what up? It looks fine to me. I don't... Oh, well, little things. Oh. Like, well, when uh, Mrs. Marsh wants to call Nanette, she pulls a golden cord that's hanging on the wall. I thought we could have a cord on that wall over there, and I could pull it, and Laura could come in. Oh, going in for class, are you? A cord on the wall. Well, it's better than the way I have to do it now. How's it going to sound having them over here and in the middle of everything hollering, Laurette, Laurette? Laurette? <laughs> Who on earth is Laurette? Oh, now, don't start anything. I'm changing her name to Laurette. You're what? I've already told her, and it's all right with her. Oh. It sounds much better than just Laura. Oh, isn't that <laughs> awful? Did you call me, ma'am? What? I thought I heard you call me, ma'am. Oh, well, uh, no. No, that was just... Well, never mind, Laurette. Wee oui, wee, oui, madam. That'll be all, Laurette. Mercy, madam. <laughs> What's going on <laughs> here? What have you done to our <laughs> Well, Jane is really on the road to a social life if she doesn't have trouble with Laura. We learn more about the marshes when next we meet the Easy Aces. <laughs> 